0: Tanner, you know I love Paisanos, but man, I spent a whole lot of money there this weekend. Didn't give you a card yet? A card. Oh, my bad. I might have to let the rabbit out the hat a little bit. Hey, my man, Iman, give my dog a card or something. A card? Like a black card? A Paisanos black card? Yeah, I was hoping that, you know, you get you a card, too, since you're the co-host of my show and, and everything, so.
1: You know I got all these cheering, man. Taking money out my pocket, Paisanos. Help a brother out. It was delicious, though. Yeah, that's for sure. Y'all better get some. I need that card. Coming up on the Santana Moss Show podcast, it's Gemini season. Say it isn't so,
0: my man Trent Williams want out of the Washington Redskins.
1: Say it ain't so, HBO
0: may want in to the Redskins locker room. And there has been a sighting from Mike Tyson Punch-Out. King Hippo is the new heavyweight champion of the world. Can you believe that? King Hippo. King Hippo. Ooh, 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 ooh. The Santana Moss Show
1: podcast starts right now. It's Santana Show for my
0: Number
1: 89,
0: hustle all the time on the right, on the left Every single week
1: it's a Santana Moss Show, Show podcast T-M-Moss First of all, I'd like M-Moss to make a toast to all the Geminis out there I am not one, however, I do respect y'all's hustle Toast to all the Geminis, it is Gemini season Gemini, this the Santana Moss Show podcast with the Gemini twin himself. Yeah, that's Twinty me. Twinny twin twin, mm-hmm. Santana Moss. Mm-hmm. How you doing, papi? What's up, my brethren? First of all, happy belated. I'm back. I just want the world to know, you can follow me on Travis Thomas Experience on all social medias. I let the world know, and I confess my love to Santana Moss. I did a
0: birthday appreciation post at midnight. Guess what? And for I, my dog. I appreciate that. And... We just talked. You know, Oscar <laughs> said he was ready to text me, and mid text he raced like ten times because he didn't know. You know, I have a friend that do these man laws. He didn't yeah. know if that fit in the man law where he can text somebody, another guy, and say happy birthday, but. That's what Oscar, we give passes for that, man. That's one of those passes that we would give you because that's not one of those man codes, man. Well, so I don't give a damn. This is romance.
1: And if somebody got a problem with it, you can't beat me. I love my dog. That's all there I is to it. I
0: love my dogs. Nah, man, I appreciate it though. When I saw the text, I was somewhere partying, man. And oh I, and I know. I, I tried to make sure I showed you that, you know, that you, I appreciate yeah, it. You real didn't quick. have any misspellings or yeah, anything man, like I, that. So I know oh. Especially, you know, when I'm kinda of tipsy, man, everything is sharp, you know what I mean? I found out that after a couple of shots to the head, things yeah. are very clear. Yes. Know? I was able to play very good in my day
1: mm-hmm.
0: on some of those shots to the head. But it Just uh, take
1: the edge off.
0: Yeah, man. You know, help the vision a little bit. Well, you were in Miami in yeah. the MIA for your
1: 40th. Happy 40th. Lord knows I wanted to be down there with you, but I got these damn babies at the house.
0: Man. Well, I'm going to tell you like this. You didn't miss nothing. You just missed everything. Well, break it down for me, man. We had a good what? time. We had a good time. we had a good man. time. We had a good time. I went home. Every year, It's a, I bring it in the right way. I've been doing these little birthday weekends as long as I can remember back Forever. when I was a Jet, you know. Yeah. Probably way before then. But every year, it just gets better. I've been doing it away from Miami the last five or six years. I've been doing it here in D.C. Yeah, I was at DC last year. D.C. so much love. It's hard not to do it here, mm-hmm. you know. I thought about it. I said, I'm turning 40. What better way to celebrate this birthday than do it with my family? No doubt. And so what I did, I told my friends, this is what I want. This is how I want to do it. I'm going to take care of things that they can't handle, and y'all just get it together, you know? And so we did that. One of my guys linked up with some producers down there or some, you know, club promoters, and he had the whole schedule planned out from Friday to Sunday. My little power circle, one time for the PC, You know, show some love to my power circle. Uh, That's my brothers my cousins and friends. They got my barbecue together. You know, Mm -hmm. I basically told them, hey, I'm going to get this Airbnb. I want a nice barbecue. I want to have one of those family-type vibes at this barbecue. We can invite the close friends, but I want to be mostly family. Right. They did all they had to do with that, and we just had a good time, man. Honestly, it was a great time, man. It's crazy. My voice is slowly coming back. I hear it. Sunday, by Sunday, it was gone. Damn. It was gone. It it got better. The more I— drunk it came around and then Monday it's crazy because Monday I slept so much when I got up I felt like I had got my second win late Monday afternoon and I like you know who am i I'm kidding like why would I go work out and do anything that I want to do because I want to do so much right I said let me go rest my behind Hell man. yeah so I, I laid back down and then Tuesday I was back We're back I was back doing me
1: Well, you've inspired me, man, because look here. I'm going to be 38 this year, which is nothing. However, I've started already thinking about 40 now, and I'm going to plan it because I don't know if y'all know this, but um, Santana and I are in different financial lanes. So with that being said, I'm not saying I'm broke. I'm just saying the way my account is set up, I got a check-ins and a savings, whatever. So the deal (laughs) is I have to start planning now for my 40th, to do it about halfway than how my boy
0: did it. Well, you know, planning is always good. I'm not a planner, so it was crazy for me to even start putting that stuff into play because I talked about it like weeks before and I promise you, I was flying home on what Friday morning, yeah, and everything was pretty much stamped by Thursday. Ow. That's how late it got, you know. But it was stamped. But it was stamped, you know, once we put the stamp and the approval on and hey, it was going to go down. So, um, if I didn't have anything planned, we were still going to have a good time because I was going to be at home with family and my son had a track meet Saturday morning and I remember telling like, man, I might not make it, you know, cuz I'm going to be tired from Friday, but I made sure I showed up, you know, cuz even though I was hungover slightly, but hey, I'm here. And he it's four by one one. And then I looked at the clock. It was like two o'clock. And I'm like, oh, the barbecue starts in like an hour. So let me go ahead and get back that way and get right. things going. So everything worked out. It was perfectly timed. Does it feel different being 40?
1: Because I, I think about like, you know, we young black men, bro. Statistically, yeah. we shouldn't even be here. So this is
0: a blessing. Right. I Try not to view age. Regardless of you're younger or older, I try not to put a feeling on it. Like, you should feel like this. Because, honestly, you just asked me that. Like, when did I feel, you know, things start slowing down a little bit bit on me that weekend. And all the weekends just felt the same. Mm. But what I try to do more than anything is just stay in the gym, stay training, stay working out. Because I realized right after my first year. What have kept me up to where I'm at now Mm -hmm. is doing what I've been doing for my profession for so long. Why stop when it's over? I think I give myself that chance to be able to do what I'm doing now because I'm still training I'm still working out Now some days I get two days in I'm eating better and then I haven't been doing all this partying in a while now right. the tanner the young tanner I was partying like that before that birthday came so but you were younger so it exactly. didn't affect you as right now I do a lot more you know traveling back and forth just to see the fam and you know my work schedule is crazy at times so I'm always on the road driving here driving there. But besides that, I'm resting. So it was only right for me to let it all hang out. It's like a a reward. It's like a reward.
1: You know, I think it's interesting about age, too. I feel like people oftentimes say, well, what would current day you say to younger you? I actually like looking at it different because I still remember how 18-year-old Travis thought because it's not much different now, to be honest with you. But I try to think. All right, what would 18-year-old me say about current day me? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So Tana that played for the Chiefs in high school, yeah. What would he say now
0: about 40-year-old Tana? Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes would a lot he of sense. Been, would he be proud to be where you're at now? Yeah, because when I was young, I said when I get older, I'm gonna be partnering with my kids. <laughs> Wow. And I promise you, I had my son and my oldest nephew, you know, right there with me. We was right there. And it was crazy because I, I introduced my son to one of the guys who uh who ran the club. And he's like, this little tan? And I'm like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, you say, damn boy, you old boy. You know, and I started laughing. I say, nah, because who can show him better than me, you know? And you know how it is, like you say you're a proud pop for everything they do, right? I was a proud pop seeing that he can handle his composure in the situation or the environment that we was in throughout those nights. You know, my son, you know, he's 19, but, you know, you're in college now. And trust me, I remember 19-year-old me in college going to different bars and having the rat scaler on the University of Miami or, you know, whatever we had down the street in Coconut Grove. Those nights, man, I remember college nights and enjoying myself. I didn't have an older brother or somebody to kind of guide me that way. I had an older brother, but I'm saying I didn't have nobody taking me out. Sure. But— I was already seasoned, and I say that because the guys I hung with in high school, the guys that we looked up to as brothers, you know, they was in the street doing different things, mm-hmm. but they made sure, they showed us that, hey, this is how we make our living, this is how we do things. You guys play ball. I want to see you guys successful someday. We're going to give y'all a taste of how we hang, so right. we're going to bring y'all along to have a good time. Right. But once this good time is over, I want to make sure y'all in school tomorrow and y'all on that football field for practice. So having those big brothers considered as brothers. Oh, geez. Bingo. Bingo. Those OGs teaching us the game and showing us how to do it the right way, I was always seasoned to know how to handle myself in those environments. So to see my son, he lived in a different world. Yeah, You know, he didn't have to worry about growing up in those neighborhoods that I grew up in. didn't have to worry about going up to those schools that I grew up in when guys bring guns to school and you have metal detectors and cameras all throughout the schools. He didn't have to grow up that way. But to see that he can handle himself and hold his composure in those environments, it was great to to party with him and say, damn, man, you know, you can do this by yourself someday. You know what I'm saying? So I like to be around to see it so I could be able to tell you right from wrong. hey, don't do this, don't do that. But, you know, all my homeboys are like, man, little Tanker hang, man. He don't need you here. But I'm like, no, nah, I'm here. Though, no, you're I'm, here. I'm but, keeping an eye on right. him because I know he's still young. But so I enjoyed it, like, man, to the utmost just to see him and my nephew have a good time. And like I say, I'm one of those guys, even though you celebrating me, I like to see everybody else having a good time. Right. So, as long as everybody's having a good time, I know that, you know, everything I'm doing is on the up. Man, that's all right, man. Tana grown up, y'all. Let's give (laughs) it up for Tana. Happy birthday to my dog and all the
1: Geminis out there. Now, listen here, Zodiac people. I expect the same love when Libra season comes around, when October comes around, and them pumpkin spice lattes is flowing, and them damn Ugg boots is working. I want the same love during Libra season. But for now, It's y'all's time, Gemini's. Happy birthday to y'all. All (laughs) All right, so Tana, I don't know if this brother is a Gemini or not, but he is showing me two sides, and I don't like it. Trent Williams Mm. ain't showed up to a damn thing. I mean, he he just has not stepped foot in Redskins Park since the season has been over, quite frankly. Now, at first, it was about money, and he wanted a new deal. And we see holdouts all the time. No big deal, right? Now... The first place I saw it was Jason LaConfora with CBS reported that it's not about money. It's about medical. And he's upset with the Redskins medical staff. And there were some issues there. What is going on, Tana? This is drama. Right when I thought the Redskins didn't have any drama.
0: Here we go. To me... That's been the biggest disappointment about the whole situation to me because just when you thought that the Redskins was on the up and up from all the new guys coming in out of the draft and we landed some guys on the o line that can contribute to what we had last year and then Colin now your biggest staple, the guy that holds it down on the backside, is saying that I'm out, you know? Uh, there's been rumors that he's saying that you no know, you guys got it wrong. Whatever you heard about the money situation, ain't about the money. And I'm sure that's not about the money because from day one, he's been paid as one of the highest, you know, offensive linemen from day one when he came and got drafted by the Washington Redskins. And now he's really disgusted and disappointed with how they handle his medical uh, situation. So I really don't believe that the outsiders, us, don't know the severity of what's really going on with this matter. I think the best thing that can happen right now for the Washington Redskins is that the man himself, Dan Snyder, gets a hold of Trent and they have a sit down and talk it out. With Trent, things might be on the up for these guys this season. I don't see them being the Washington Redskins that we all are hoping for without a Trent Williams showing up and suiting up for these guys this year.
1: I'm one of those people that always feel like when someone says it's not about the money, 10 out of 10 times it's about the money. If you show them the money, you take a line from Jerry Maguire, problems tend to go away. If I'm wrong, and it is medical, yeah, and it is he's disappointed with how the team handled or whatever. Tana, could I not argue? I mean, look, I've known you for a long time. You have said to your blue in the face, you gotta have your own doctors. You gotta get second, third, fourth, fifth opinion sometimes. You gotta have your own trainers. If the team tells you. You know, your hamstring is jacked up. Go to your own guy who stretches you and knows your body. He'll tell you, no, you need to strengthen your core or whatever. I'm just making that up. But I'm saying you always say guys need to have their own team of medical people and trainers. What is
0: Trent doing putting all his eggs in the Redskins basket to begin with? Well, you know, some of the guys are fortunate enough to not have to have as many hiccups in their step. When it comes to doing what they do, you know. What do you mean by that? And I'm going to tell you that. I had a good friend, college teammate, and played pro same amount of years I did. Reggie Wayne. Okay. Reggie never used anybody outside the building that he played in with the Indianapolis coach. Reggie Wayne? Never. Had no reason to. Body was always intact. The things that he did on his own kept him intact. Then there's guys like myself just made different, just built a little different. I have a tendency of, and my brother went through this, his years with the Giants. And, you know, it's the reason why our careers ended up the way they did. My brother's played six years and I played 14s because when he blew his gaskets, he didn't know that, hey, man, that's just the way you built. We leave everything on that field. We don't know how to go half speed. At times, we're going to pull something, nick something, do something to our most valuable aspect of our game. And we need to have somebody that's right there that can restore that. And I look at a guy like Trent Williams. You know, what he does, it comes natural. He's one of the most athletic offensive tackles ever to Quick play feet. the game. Quick feet. Quick feet. Big. If you put the ball in this guy's hand, he can actually run between tackles and get you 10 yards. Trent! He grew up playing running back. Ooh, if I didn't know you watch the guy, on, he's a point guard on the basketball ah. court. No, honestly. So, he's a guy that's just, he physically gifted to do what he does. Right. And... The little hiccups he have in his step or whatever in his game, he can resurrect that, you know, being in those training rooms, getting a little ice. Unless he need a surgery, he never had to worry about somebody really working on him, you know, every day to get him to go play on Sundays. So guys like Trent Williams, I understand why they don't go out their way to go find these medical guys. Guys like myself, I had to learn the hard way early. But I'm glad it was early. I'm glad I went through what I went through as a rookie for the New York Jets when I hurt my knee and got back, and then I came back and blew my quad, and then I came back and blew hamstrings left and right. I'm glad I went through it. I didn't want to go through it because it made the things that I was able to do, you know, I had to go around some of the moments that I could have had that we could be talking about now on top of the other moments. You said Curtis Martin dropped jewels on you too. Those guys was able to give me, like, look here, Tanner, we see the potential in you. I was laying on the table with Curtis Martin. I remember Curtis Martin had two ankle sprains. Mm. And he still rushed for 1,000 that year. Mm. And I remember he didn't practice a lick. He said, you know, I just come in here and get my treatment, but I have someone at home giving me acupuncture. I have a masseuse. I have a chiropractor. Wow. And it was a year later, T. Buck comes from New England Patriots. And I remember him playing for Florida State. And I, Earl you know, Buckley? Yeah, yeah. I remember And him. I, I looked up to him as a kid, and he was like, young fella, you got to pay to play. And that was the first time I heard wow. that, you know, that word, pay to play. And that's when I kind of adopted that and said, you know what, this guy telling me this, Curtis Mon has told me something, Mo Lewis has told me, yeah. Marvin Jones has told yeah. me. All these older guys that's going on their 12th year, some Ballers of these guys, too. and they've been balling for so yes, long, sir. have given me the recipe to what it takes. Maybe I'm that guy that needs that. When you look at the whole situation from me coming from New York to Washington, I didn't want to leave. Whatever happened made me leave, and I got up out of there. It was the best thing for my career. But when I got here, I found that guy. So I look back on it like everything happened for a reason because I found the guy that pretty much resurrected me and gave me those years that I was able to last as long as I did. I still had more years in me. You know, I I left the game, I think, at least three years left in me. So anytime I hear Trent Williams disappointed with something medically, you know, and knowing that he's been a guy since 2013— he what missed thirteen games? They said four of them probably has been from suspension because you know he has some yeah. banned substances. Cloudy uh, you pass, know. yeah. So, but the others has been from injuries. And right. the only time Trent Williams is missing a game is when he can't go. Yeah, it was games last year when the whole offensive line was torn apart and right. he was hanging on, saying, "Look, I know all he got is me." Yeah. So when I hear him disappointed with something that happened to him by the doctors it that, really means that we really give our all to and, and say, hey, at the end of the day, they're like our financial advisors. Right. He feels betrayed. I'm gonna give you this money. Ugh. You make sure you do the right thing with it because I'm not educated enough to know what I should or what I shouldn't do. Now I'm gonna ask you questions. I didn't take this not qualified. Bingo. I put all my marbles <sighs> in one basket with you. That's the right. same thing we do with our doctors. Look, I don't know nothing about nothing. All I know is this thing hurting, and I think I need you to fix it. I need to get back out. So Mm, when I go to you and you're qualified Mm. and you represent the team that I represent, that same logo that I have on my helmet, and you mislead me, Mm. and later on I find out something is going on with me that could have been handled differently, then I understand his drift. I get his drift. I find it hard to be about money because here's a guy with tons of money. He's never been complaining about the dollar or what he should or shouldn't have. This is personal. It has to be personal. That's why I said we don't know the severity right now. We're on the outside looking in. It's something deeper and bigger than we know. And I hope for the team's sake and for the season's sake that Dan himself sit down and find out. Cause if he don't find out and it prolongs, think about it, the season's around the corner. Training camp is nope. around the corner. Yeah, hell yeah! And you so got a rookie quarterback. You just invested you in. If you don't have your number one guy on oh, the offensive line, your back end, uh-uh. your blind side, yep. your protector, yep. your seven-time Pro Bowler coming in and he's telling you already he's out because of whatever you did wrong or whatever they did wrong, you need to sit him down with the man. And no coaches could come in this meeting. It need to it's be the owner. too. It need to be Dan Snyder and Trent Williams and they need to talk it out because I feel that if you don't have a Trent Williams, this season just went down the drain just that quick.
1: Let me ask you this as your partner in crime. You're tied to both of these guys. You know yeah. Dan personally. You know Trent personally. Gut feeling, Santana Moss. How do you think this thing plays out? Because for me, I'm telling you right now, if Trent is done with this franchise, I'm not even playing Dwayne Haskins this year. I've been on record saying, start him tomorrow. If Trent Williams is out, this kid's holding a clipboard this
0: season. Let Case and Colt go get their ass beat. (laughs) I'm an optimist, so I'm always thinking optimistic about every situation. I hope Dan can be the guy that can find a resolution and say, hey, we can fix this. Just hearing from what I'm reading and what I've been hearing rumors-wise, was unhappy. And they did something. They dropped the ball some kind of way. I don't know what they but did. But Dan can make it right, you think? I, I hope so. I hope for two reasons. One, for Trent and Dan's sake. And the second reason, for the organization's sake. Because if Trent's that disgusted with something that they did to him, you got to think about it. They drafted him first round. What? Fourth pick? Top pick in the draft. And he's been there ever since. He's been quoted the best offensive tackle in the league for how many years now? by the same organization. And he find a reason to wake up one morning and say, man, they pissed me off. That much to say, I want to be traded or released. Something went wrong, man. And I hope for the sake of the organization, for the sake of this season's team, I mean this This team's seasons this year, I hope we can find a resolution because it seems that as high as we've been on these draft picks and everything that's coming to us this year, getting the receivers, getting the quarterback, getting that guy off the uh, Safety, landing. Safety, all this, man. Everything could be washed down the drain if you don't have a Trent Williams there to protect your quarterback. And to protect uh, those guys in the run game like he has been doing for so long. So I'm really banking on Dan sitting down with him, man, and finding a way they can some kind of way they can be in the middle with it. And I think if worst case, if Trent just don't suit up again as a Redskin, we have enough time we can go out there and get a guy that can be ain't of, gonna be Trent. Of some help. You're right. It might not be, but I believe it's a guy that can help if Trent just not you well, know, feeling that he can never suit up again for I'm us. I'm going to go a step further because we friends and I can do this. I'm telling you right
1: now, if this thing keeps dragging out and it gets uglier and you and I both know the less communication and the more time that kind of goes with pointing fingers, the worse things will get. I want you to jump in because you do know both. Yeah. And if you believe the resolution can be had if they get in a room together – well, damn it, man, maybe you got to pull some strings and make some calls and get them in a room
0: together. No doubt. No doubt. And, you know, it's not a year that goes by that I don't want to say, you know, pick up the phone and holler at them right. about different things that sure. I see goes on because beyond this – situation here, there's things in years before it I'm like, man, this needs to be done. And that's one of the reasons why I'm glad that Porters is in the building and Cooley is in the building. Because right. we kinda all think alike. Yeah. And I normally sometimes when stuff going on, I call Porters like, man, how you think Dan feel about this? Because you situation? know he's got the air Because I'm too. sure that Dan leans on Porters a lot, you know, and Cooley. And when I hear from Porters, he always assures me that yeah man this has been spoke about you know what i mean so i'm always clear minded when it comes to saying okay at least someone is talking about that matter right but uh this one here if i have to i would reach out to dan but i'm hoping because of i know the both relationships of both parties dan thinks highly of trent trent thinks highly of dan I do believe that it's going to be a sit-down sooner or later because you have to. You have to really find out why is he angry? Why is he so mad? Why is not that he he's not looking forward to being a Redskin this year? And if all those rumors are true, that needs to happen immediately. Trent, we love you, big dog. Get back out there, man. We need you in Burgundy and Gold in the worst way. In the
1: worst I way. I ain't lying to you. By the way, Tanner, this is something I've been wanting to ask you for a while. I haven't got to yet. Hard knocks. The rumor's still floating out there that the skins could be on this thing, right? Yeah. Now, here are the five finalists, Lions, Raiders, Giants, Niners, Skins. Now, I thought to myself, if you're an NFL team, why the hell would you want to do hard knocks? Well, because it's mandated. Listen to this. The rules are a team can't be selected if it was in the playoffs either of the last two seasons, if it has a first-year head coach, or if it's been on the program at any point in the last decade. So the Redskins are eligible, and the league literally makes these teams go on the show. Tana, if the Redskins are selected for this program, is that a good or a bad thing for the franchise? And if you were still a player,
0: how would you feel about this? How would that land with you? Even as a, a fan, I wouldn't want the Redskins to be on this show. As a fan, you wouldn't? As a fan, I want. Them. And as a player, I definitely wouldn't want no damn camera following me around. Like, I'm one of those guys, man, I hate to be followed. I hate cameras. Like, I hate to be videoed and, and feeling like I got to do something, you know, just because there's camera on me right now. I want to be able to do what I do the way I do it. And if the guys in the locker room see it, so be it. That's it. That's all. You're supposed to see what I do my daily do, how I do my daily do. I probably won't be able to work that way. You know what I mean? I find it entertaining now when I watch other teams are part of this. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot goes into it, just like our show. They edit things I mean, me, they'll be adding everything because I cursed the entire day throughout <laughs> practice. You know, I can't say a word without cursing. And half the time is mother this, mother that. You know, I, I get it. I get it from my old man, my pops. That's all he knew. Mother mother F for this, mother F for that. And it's funny. They mic me up one time in practice. And it was like, "Ten, I didn't know you rap all day and sing to yourself. <laughs> and everything was mother <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, how clearly I wouldn't want to be a part of the new Hard Knocks. But when I heard that Hard Knocks had some teams that they had in mind, I immediately thought, like, damn, why did the Browns do theirs last year? This is the Ooh, year I would like to see year. the Browns. Yeah, I would have been crazy. This is the year I would like to see the Browns. Yeah, I'd be crazy. And besides the Browns, the only other team that I feel like is made for TV, that's made for hard knocks, please, everybody, I hope you're with me. The Raiders. Of course. The Oakland Raiders. One reason is because they on there last year, being mm-hmm. over here in Oakland. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they even found a stadium yet. Do they have a stadium yet for this year's game? I think they're going to play right in the same thing they've been playing. No, because it. they said last season was the last year in the Coliseum. So they've been petitioning now that's what they said. where they're going to play at this they year. So no that's the reason to have them on hard yep. knocks. Another reason is some of the acquisitions this year. No doubt. First of all, you already have Derek Carr coming back. Right. You know how much rumor's been going up and down about do Gruden want a Derek Carr in his, right. his offense? Do he favors that Derek Carr as a quarterback in his offense? Besides Derek Cloud, you have Cleveland, I can't pronounce his first name, Farrell. Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland. Yeah. Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Cleveland. Cleveland Farrell from Clemson, one of the better draft picks this year in no the draft. Me. AB, made for TV. All yeah. the hoopla coming from Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. coming over. Man, they have Incognito mm-hmm. on the offensive line. You know what this guy brings. Crazy as hell. You want to see how he do what he does. Can we trade for him now with all the <laughs> Trent bullshit? <laughs> I don't think he plays tackle, though. And then you have Josh Jacobs, his story of being homeless. Right. yeah. And how he's made it to now to where he's been trying to get to for so long. Besides that, you have the kid, Jonathan Abram. Yep. He's already predicted to be a starter already. He's already taking starter reps out there, you know, at the safety positions. He's wearing deuce four. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, my dude, you know who I'm talking about, mm-hmm. who wore that number so well. And besides him, you got Brandon Marshall, you know, one of the most— Uh, recognizable linebackers in this league coming over from Denver. They have so many guys that I think that you would love to see there every day. I think beyond all those guys, you got A.B. He's a star. Yeah, don't forget the owner with that bowl cut. And then the owner, too, but I think A.B. is a star. He's a star in his own right because of how he do things, how he prepares, how he eats, how he trains. And I know that would be something that all these kids that's looking up to him now or being a receiver, I see a lot of guys that want to be A.B.'s out there. I see the way they train, the way they're going about their game and trying to get to the next level, whether it's college or pros, they're taking a little page out of A.B.'s book, and he's taking it from the guys in front of him. But he's a guy that doesn't rest. I see this guy. I follow him on Instagram. I know him from growing up in Miami. And just to see the way he go about his stuff, he's going to go out there and produce. It's just on what level of it's going to be, you know. I'm interested more than anything else going on in this league besides my Redskins. I'm very interested to see how this is going to pan out this year because I spoke highly of Rockford's and how he got the ball to A.B. Being a receiver, I understand the difference of when it's your time and when it's not. Right. I was very intrigued with how I watched the Pittsburgh Steelers handle things knowing that they had Antonio Brown as their number one receiver, number one threat. And when it was games that he was blanketed, doubled, they still found a way to get him the ball. Yeah. I was a guy that if I had four or five attempts in a game, I'm balling. To see him with 20 attempts, 15 to 20 attempts at times, these guys found every which way they could to find a way to make him a vocal point of their offense's output. So I'm very intrigued with what's going to happen this year when times are tough for that offense to really get him the ball because it's going to be tough at times. I want to see if they take a page out of the Pittsburgh Steelers book and say if Derrick Carr's going to be able to be a Roxburgh. I don't think Derek Carr could prolong plays like Roxburgh like Big Ben can, but I do believe that if everything is going his way, on his step, on his third step, fifth step, whatever he's reading, he can get that ball to that guy. It's going to be some hands thrown up in the air, and the band going to be playing. So I think they're made for this hard knocks thing, just with what transpired with him coming over from Pittsburgh, And what we all as spectators are hoping to see, you know, transpire through the season. Hell, I hope you're right. I need HBO to hand the Redskins an L and say, <laughs> and say,
1: we we didn't select you. I'd be cool with that. Turn that L to a dub for the oh, Skins. Oh, man. Because I, I don't need them on
0: there. Now, I'll take I, the I wouldn't Raiders wouldn't want to be a part of it now. Yeah. But like, it's crazy that as much as I want want to be a part of it as a player, <sighs> there's some players out there that want to be a part of it. Of I, course. One of my guys, Ocho Cinco, I think that was yeah. one of the best hard knocks ever. It's good for business. You know, to watch him and his day when he shows you that he can go to McDonald's and eat McDonald's and go out there and be one of the fine tuned athletes that he was. So, guys like him needs good that. For business. You know, guys yeah. like him needs that he became the guy who he became off the field because of Hard Knocks. Yeah. I believe they no got a question. chance to really tap into Chad's life and Chad's world to see what ticked him, what made yep. him Chad. And if people didn't know Chad outside of football, He's a clown every day. Like, you bump into this guy in the street, and he's going to say something to have you in tears, just like he was as a player, the way he talked to Ray Lewis and those guys on Hard Knocks or some of those clips you saw him telling, I'm coming to crack you, and then you find him on his butt, and he's telling you, man, how hard he got hit. Guys like that, they're made for TV. So, you know, there's a lot of characters still out there, especially in that Raiders locker room. So I would love to see those guys on Hard Knocks. I would, too.
1: Anybody but the Skins. That's my hashtag. Anybody but the Skins. All right, let's go to taking L's. You got to know where I'm going here. I'm giving it to Anthony Joshua. <laughs> Shout outs to Andy Ruiz Jr., the new heavyweight champ. But like, come on, bro. Oh my God. Let's, can we just be honest about this? Like, can you say in 2019, without being a fat shamer, that it looks like this guy drives a truck for Lil Debbie and sells cupcakes with the glitter
0: on it? Am I allowed to say what was that? What's the guy name on Mike Tyson Punch Out? The fat guy. <laughs> Because all I know is Glass Jaw Jones. King Hippo, y'all. It was King Hippo? Was it him? I think so. No, it couldn't have been. We need Rob or somebody.
1: We need think, somebody to tell Google us. Google King Hippo. I'm pretty the, sure well, it, was if, it If that's him, that's who just, <laughs> won, the, that's right just who won the
0: heavyweight title <laughs> this, this past weekend. He doesn't get the L, but the guy he knocked out, he definitely gets the L because he <laughs> just told my guy that he had to come to London to fight him. So now I'm sure that you won't be going to London. No one's going to London to see you fight again. You're going to be fighting the States. You better hope you even get a shot at the belt again because you just got took down. And to be honest with you, it was King Hippo. It was King Hippo, so you was right.
1: That's
0: him. That's just who won the belt. Put it up just so everybody can see. Shout outs to King Hippo.
1: (laughs) You beat Anthony Joshua fair and square. Anthony Joshua, you get the L.
0: More than anything. I think the loser of that match tweeted that I just broke the Drake curse. Am I wrong or right? <laughs> I believe I'm right. Drake strikes again. Drake strikes again. The rest of my case. Remember in Punch Out
1: with King Hippo? You just hit him in the stomach a bunch of times. To- <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, bro, I remember <laughs> I <vividly. laughs> Trust me. That was my game, man. Glad <laughs> For all
1: of our younger viewers, hey, Google is your friend. Yeah. Oh, Mike Tyson's punch out. I think we could end it there. Santana Marshall podcast. Shout outs to King Hippo.
0: Happy birthday, bro. Uh, <laughs> thank you, my brother. <laughs> it's a Santana Marshall for my people for you. Number 89, hustle all the time. Travis on the right, hot Mike on the left. Every single week is a lyrical fact.